Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's all new episode of the Rap Lab. It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. What up, y'all? It's Jim Jones, Capo Status, Harlem, Goonie Google, One Eye Billy. What happened? Nobody say nothing. What's going on, y'all? Yo, <laughs> you're going to get us banned in Harlem. What you talking about, man? Don't play with Goonie Google. Goonie Google? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I talk tough because I do tough things. Oh my Half goodness. my hood, pee out the window. I'm surprised you ain't say we fly high. Of course I fly high. Half my hood, pee out the window. Couple steps. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only True G. Just call me the QG. Shout out to Harlem. And, and, and it's the one and only T.O. Hey. So y'all know who I be. Hey. The one and only. Hey. And y'all know the slogan. Hey. What's the deal, yo? Hey. What? I mean, Jim Jones is online, so Joel's got to get online. What what, what 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 is this? A dip set this 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 episode? Like nobody So so you know what? Since we Who had Jewels since we had Jewels and Jimmy on, and you know we gotta have Cam on, so you know. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I go to Fridays on Fridays, Sundays on Sunday. Does he go to Thursday on Thursdays too? Yeah, whatever works, <laughs> man. But uh we had a rap lab uh, podcast. And I just want to shout out our, our homeboy, our fourth co-host, uh, the Rev Barber MC, Mr. Eric, who couldn't make it on the show this week, but trust and believe he'll be back next week. You already know. A uh, couple of announcements before we start. We got the merch, teespring.com slash rap lab, where you can find uh, all your rap lab needs from baby onesies, because, you know, rap labs for the for the young ones. And then we got uh, T-shirts, tank tops. You know, it's summertime coming up. We got beach towels, tote bags, all that good stuff. Go get it before it runs out. And, of course, for those of y'all who uh, like to have your uh, coffee to start your morning, we even got the mugs. So go get that. June 25th through the 27th, I ain't going to beat it in the head. Atlantic City, me and the Rev Barber will be there. Come by and uh, Boardwalk Buds convention. Uh, we officially got the times for the convention now. So, um... You can hang out with the Rap Lab from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday and uh, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. So we'll, we'll be out there. So uh, come by. We're giving out some free stuff. We're going to be selling some good stuff. So just make sure you come by. Without further ado, let's get to this week in hip hop like we always do. So, gentlemen, we the first... Uh, Newsworthy item as compiled by our, uh, our 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 crack news staff, aka QG. Uh, Snoop Dogg has been named a consultant at Def Jam. How does that make y'all feel? We'll start off with uh, start off with you, Q, since you're the one that broke the news to us. I like it. You know, Snoop is a cultural icon. He's an old school guy. And he appreciates Def Jam. You know, he went in an interview saying that Def Jam is a pinnacle. It was one of those major labels that he grew up, that he watched, you know, and you could run down a list of names for days. And to my reports, you know, his role, he is an executive, creative and strategic consultant. So his job will be to strategically work across the label executive team and work with the artists. 
it's in the California branch. So he'll be out in California still. He'll be in Los Angeles. And he'll work hands-on with these artists. And it's good, you know, because Snoop has wore many hats. You know what I mean? Because he got the Netflix show, you know, that he executive produced, Coach Snoop. You know, he's got that GGN, the double just on YouTube. He was on the TNT game show. He was on Joker's Wild. He was on VH1. He had Martha and Snoop's part, um, potluck dinner party. Like, there's nothing that Snoop Dogg has not done. So, he not, not, is not not to mention his recent he, string of commercials. Not to mention his recent string of commercials for uh, Tostitos and that avocado dip. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if anybody could be a consultant for Def Jam, Snoop is the guy. And correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he do something for Priority back in the days, like re-release some joints from Priority? I was about to bring that up in just a second, but mm-hmm. um, matter of fact, Tio, before we get to you, since he brought that up and I was going to talk about that, can I? Do you mind if I go? No, no, definitely so, elaborate, bro. So this whole thing with uh with Snoop Dogg, I don't like it, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh oh. First off. This is, he's a consultant for Def Jam. He's never been signed to Def Jam. He never did anything with Def Jam prior. So the fact that Def Jam would would come in and bring Snoop on board is a bit puzzling. Like, why Snoop? First off, why Snoop and why now? Um, You look at, you look at the, the, the acts that are still signed to Def Jam. Jeezy's still there. Ross is still there. You want them as consultants? No, no, no. But think about it. Jeezy is there. Ross is there. Even though he ain't put out nothing in a while, Fab is still there. Like, how do they benefit from... Like, these are proven veterans who have proven success. How do they benefit from from having Snoop around? I clearly forgot Fab is even on Def Jam. Fab is still on Def Jam. Nas is is on Def Jam. How does... Nah, I think he's... um, I think he's off of that, isn't he? Well, according to the Google machine, uh, because, the f- he's, because he's been pushing Mass Appeal. Well, Mass Appeal is his own thing, but you know how some yeah. artists artists are signed to to a label and they got a, a different gig for their own label. But according to, I'm actually on Def Jam's website right now, so listen to mm-hmm. the listen to the list of artists that are on Def Jam: Two Chains, mm-hmm. uh, Big Sean, mm-hmm. uh. I actually don't. I don't know who Danny Lay is. Uh, Dave East. They have DMX listed here, but obviously posthumously. Right. Fabulous. Oh, mm-hmm. Danny Lay. She's a she's an artist. I think she's the one that has that song, um, "Take It Easy" with Chris Brown. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm. Hit Hit Boy, Jada Kiss, Jeezy, Jeremiah, Janae Aiko, uh, Justin Bieber, Kanye <laughs> West. Kanye West, Justin Bieber, <laughs> yeah, Kanye what West. Look, 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 look who's on their active roster page. LL Cool J, Logic. Well, well he's royalty. LL is Def Jam. Uh, Nas is here. Nas is listed as a current artist. This is their well, current the reason, roster. Well, the reason that is because King's Disease wasn't wasn't released off Def Jam. What That's, Nasir uh, Nasir was was on Def Jam though, wasn't it? Yeah, but. King's disease was just released off man. Well, he's he's uh, he's here under their current artist page. They have Public Enemy on here. Oh no, nah, you see they need to update that page. Pusha T, Rhapsody, Rihanna, 
Uh, and yeah, that's where that's where the list stopped. Oh, and Tiana Taylor, and uh, Tiana Taylor and YG. Mm-mm-mm. So well, you know what? All of these artists have proven records of success, and a lot of them are veterans. Do you really think if Public Enemy came out with a record tomorrow, they they but would it's have? It's not a... just Public Enemy. It's not just Public Enemy. No, but but, but, but look at the names. But look, but look at the names. Nas, Ross, Jesus. It's a consultant for new artists. It's a consultant for new artists. Don't you think Snoop is going to go out and do some scouting for some new talent? That's what. That's his job, bro. And you don't want conflict of interest. You saw the hell Jay Z had to go through when Jay Z was was there at Def Jam. But he was certain, the, he was the president. Was he? Yeah, he was the president. But DMX, it was an issue there. There was an issue with LL because you know Jay Z is Jay Z. There's certain ways he wants things to be done, and it's going to cause a problem. I'm I'm surprised LL still even got an active record deal. He don't need to rap for the rest of his life. He's working on a new album, matter of fact. But then also, also this is why I don't like the move. Mm-hmm. Does Doghouse Records r- r- ring a bell with you? Yes, Doghouse rings a bell. Doghouse didn't when Dog when he was when he had his own record label. Doghouse never did nothing. The only he, thing Doghouse ever did, they pushed two one three and the East Siders. He, he's the owner of Def Jam though, bro. He's an he's a consultant. That's it. He's but bro, not, every he's time, a, he, but, he's, but not, every, he's not an executive producer of Def Jam. There's a difference. No, but 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 why have bring him on as bro? So to put him in the, as a consultant means you having him as an executive, correct? No. Consultant is consultant is no. not an executive. No. All right, but he's in the office, correct? Yes, he's working yes, in the office. Yes, yes he's he's working. It, it it's just like it's just like when the DOC was working with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, but bro, chronic. you cannot you can't you can't give you cannot give Snoop an office job because every time he has had an office job at a label, he has not been successful. That's not true. That's bro, not when true. he was at Priority, he released one album of his own, and then he did, a, and then he re-released a bunch of old albums. And and the, and the label folded the next year. You bro. acting like the East Siders were. You act like the East Siders didn't have a gold album. Two gold albums. That's that. Fact. That's because Silk the Shocker was on MTV. Wrong. Wrong. The shirt wrong, wrong. Oh wrong, God! Don't bring him wrong, in this. Wrong, no, wrong, not that wrong, guy. Wrong. <laughs> not that guy. With that, the East were a success already without Silk the Shocker. In fact, Silk Silk is the reason why their sales dip. They stopped buying it the moment that he had on that shirt. Don't play. But um. You don't. <laughs> but. But no, I, I'm just I'm just skeptical skeptical of the move because again, every time that he's been in an you're, office role, he hasn't had it, success. You're looking at it wrong. He has nothing to do with an executive producer role. He's working with the like. Let's say our artist gets signed. Snoop is going to use his experience, use his 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 expertise, and help these guys out as far as direction. I'm not going to tell them. What what songs to write, what to do, and what not to do, and he's not alone. He's gonna be working side by side with the Universal Music Group chairman, CEO Lucian. There's a guy named Lucian. He's a CEO, and he is, and and also the Def Jam interim chairman, Jeffrey Halston. So Snoop ain't by himself in here. He's wait, gonna wait, have wait. some people there to back him up. Wait, you said Lucian? Yeah, Lucian. Lucian, 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 you should know. Yes, 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 you should definitely know. Yes, can you kick it? Yes, you can. That's my favorite Travis song right there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hot track, by the way. But uh yeah. but but yeah. T O what 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 T.O., what's your opinion? Um, Snoop Dogg, consultant for Def Jam. You like it or you don't like it? I ain't gonna lie. At first, I was neutral about it because uh, I agree with both points. And I ain't gonna lie because I was taking it to the alpha direction when he was when he was um, singing about how Snoop was not part of Def Jam. But it's bigger than that. So like you said, it's like it's mostly directing the artist that signed for it, like experience. Me personally, I really thought for if this was going to be based in California, I thought Warren G was actually going to be the consultant instead. And I was I, trying to put two and two together only because I know Warren G at one point was an active Def Jam and, you know, it's California was, as well. Nobody checking for Warren G. Wrong. Hey, well, you, you, you put some respect. You because put some respect Def Jam on Jam was going bankrupt, who got them out the hole? It was Warren. Exactly. Don't play. I'm not playing, but nobody you checking playing. him in 2021. It, 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 it ain't about checking. Please, ain't nobody checking. In twenty twenty in twenty twenty one, ain't Get nobody checking here. for who? Silk the Shocker. Nobody. <laughs> hey, he was on Vlad TV. All right. Yeah, no one cares about Vlad. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about that. On Vlad TV for what? A soup and a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if DJ Vlad called me for an interview tomorrow, I'm going. Yeah, cause you. Just hey, ain't nobody checking for. Yo, leave Vlad alone. But go on. Um. I, 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 I'm interested to see where this goes, but I think, to me, I think this will help a bit for Def Jam. Because you artists. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I felt like I was one of those outside people that felt like, okay, shouldn't a Def Jam artist get this? But, I mean, Snoop, I mean, look at what Dr. Dre did when he brought in Eminem, when he brought in Snoop and stuff. I feel like Snoop is gonna take that experience and help the artist that signed a Def Jam. He said Def Jam is the holy grail of hip-hop, and he's absolutely right. He tells the story about in 1989 when Public Enemy came out with Fight the Power. He was a fan, just like everybody else. He also talked about how... You you guys know how big Slick Rick was an influence. He even did a he yeah. even did his version of Lottie Dottie on the Doggy Style album. Mm-hmm. So Snoop is a genuine fan. He's coming from a good place. I think it's a good idea. I can't wait to see what Snoop does, so Hopefully things work out, especially when they get some new artists. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I just don't see how he's going to help anybody who's already there. That's that's because, again, like I said, Ross, Jeezy, Nas, they're all they're all even even I don't know. I think uh, he's there for the new acts. I don't so you don't think he's there to help the veterans. I don't think he's there to help. J- Jadakiss, think, Fab. No, 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 no. I think he's there for the new guys, for the okay. up and comers, for the young talent. That's what I think. I got a question. Do you think a Def Jam artist should have had this position? Uh. Uh-uh. As a consultant, if they, well, no, they can't bring him back because he's in the middle of the Me Too scandal. But I was gonna say bring Russ back, but they can't do that. I um, don't think Russ would want to come back anyway. I don't think Rick Rubin wants to be in the music business at this point in time either. Nah. I mean, if anybody, well, this stuff. they can't ask Hove because Hove is Rock Nation. That's a conflict of interest. I mean, they could have just gave the position to Nas. He's already there. Not, not a good. You don't, because you, you don't. Same, because, because the same argument that you made about Snoop Dogg, can you make the same argument for Ill Will Records? Oh yeah! Oh damn! You you got me there. Think about that. 
Well, they could have gave it to Ross because Maybach no, M- oh, MMG, MMG, MMG is successful. Oh, they could have no. gave it to Ross. Ross as an executive consultant? <laughs> Bro, Meek, Meek Mill has... Meek, Ross has had platinum albums. Meek so, Mill has had platinum albums. And Wale has had gold albums. The well, guy apparently, knows... Uh, well, apparently all ain't, all ain't glitter and gold because if y'all go back to the Rap Lab uh, episode with Meek Mill, there's some problems over there. I yeah, don't think problems I'd want now, but, as it. But 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 am am I wrong though when I say that Ross has a a a, a track record of success as an executive? He does. He has an, a, a track record for an executive for 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 that part. Def Jam is a big umbrella. I understand that, but that's different. But but I understand that. But when you compare Doghouse Records to to Maybach Music Group. Maybach Music Group has had more success. He's a consultant. He's a consultant. He's not an executive. But 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 do you see where I'm coming from? Though is the question. There's a difference. There's a difference between executive and consultant, bro. But 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 hold on. If you're looking for somebody to just consult, wouldn't a successful executive make a good consultant? You acting like Snoop ain't a success. Snoop is a successful artist. It's not about records, and it's not no. He's not just. You see, that's the basis of the whole thing. Why do you think they put him on here in the first place? Snoop is more than just a rapper. He's a superstar. They're looking for superstars, not just rappers. Mm-hmm. So then why that's... not just so why not just give Snoop Dogg a record deal and call it a day then? Oh, a record deal for what? Because he's a superstar. Just records. It's bigger than just records. He became a superstar beyond records, not just with records. You think you think you think records just made made him a superstar? If he didn't do them shows, if he didn't do that other stuff and showed range in what he was doing, he wouldn't be where he is right now. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait to see how it goes. But uh, moving on, uh, let's let's talk about uh, Lloyd Banks. Um, uh oh, hold up, two scoops of butter. Oh god, <laughs> he's evolved since then, man. Well, I mean, oh, I I always have a beef with Lloyd Banks over his uh his oh because ma- of the masterpiece was good. He was yes. right. He was right. He told what are you talking he about. Told he truth. was right. He t- he told the truth. But think about this now, and I know in the past, QG, you and I have had conversations. Well, the three of us have had conversations, and I've always liked to give when we talk about our year end awards. I've always been the type to say there is a comeback of the year award, which I know you two disagree with, but. Because this is a tr- who you give it to. We'll get to that another day. But this qualifies for comeback. So for the he people that does. don't know, for, for the people that don't know, Lloyd Banks just dropped his latest album, The Course of the Inevitable. It's his first album since The Hunger for More 2 but back in 2010. Like he ain't put out mixtapes, though. Mixtapes don't count, bro. Yeah, At least yes, not by do. my standard. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Do you know how? Oh, oh, you know how many mixtapes he came out with? I guess they don't count for Fab either. They don't. Not not by my standard. Your standards suck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. You act like the man ain't. You see the man's fan base. I see. And then, by the way, this is is interesting here because this is Lloyd Banks' first first album not on G Unit, which fully. What do you mean, thankfully? He, he needed a break. He needed to do his thing his own way. He can't be under the G-Unit umbrella no more. He's outgrown it. And 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 this album is strictly an independent venture because it's on Money by Any Means as the label. 
the producer list, there is not one big name producer in this entire credits. Uh, but they sure was some good productions on this album. Absolutely. These producers are largely unknown. Two, four, alphabetic, cartoon beats, chase and cash, dual output, Eli Brown, fruition beats, illa tracks, motif, alumni, Mr. Authentic, nothing but M's, runway, the Olympics. Yes. So, I mean, this is as indie as as indie gets, but. And 18 songs. 18. Mm. He took his time and put in work. If I, if our brother Rev Barber, who uh, who is absent on this episode, by the way, shout outs to Rev. Oh yeah, um, man, definitely. Yeah, shout oh, outs to this Rev. Would be we, his criteria. Right? Yeah, we we miss yeah, you, we bro. Need but a, uh, we need that criteria now. The, this uh, eighteen tracks that would that would go on uh, that would go on Rev's uh, criteria list. You know, my um, favorite song on here is track number seven. Wait, what? Food. Ah! Food. <laughs> oh, it's South Beat. Yeah, that's your favorite food. Uh, but the guest list is big names because uh, he's got Freddie Gibbs, he's got Rock Marciano, uh, Benny the Butcher. Of course, Griselda's on everything nowadays. I'm not even gonna lie, I was not a fan of Dishonorable Discharge only because of Vado's part. Wasn't a fan. Vado. Oh, Vado, Vado, whatever his name you, is. You still, you still giving him grief over the slime flu, bro? It has nothing to do with the swine flu, but the thing is, I didn't feel his, I didn't like his verse. His verse was not all that. But, I mean. Uh, I mean, yo, let's get it. Let's, let's, did y'all catch them shots at 50? Oh, 50! Yes, he, 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 he addressed it. Now, back in the day, uh, as the story goes, 50, Banks, Yayo, and Buck all used to live in the same house in Connecticut. And as the story, as 50 would tell it in interviews, and Q, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm misquoting, but he called them lazy. They were just content because they all because fifty got, they lived with fifty, and yeah, they they were living good, so they were they were content where where they were. They didn't want to make any more music because they had it good. Here's and, the crazy part about it. Here, here's the crazy part about it. Fifty even put it in book: "Hustle harder, hustle smarter." <clears throat> and I quote: "This is." This is where it happened. I always felt that if I had done a better job teaching Banks and Yayo how to evolve and change their habits, they each would be in better places right now. While I was out hustling, Banks was more content staying on his porch and watching the world from there. That's what he said in the book. He said Banks wanted things to come to him as opposed to going out and getting them for himself. That's not me. He says the guy... Has lazy Lloyd tattoo. He literally wears his laziness on his sleeve. So you know Banks. He came back. Your favorite near me when I'm dedicated, always humble, usually disciplined, and never hated. Call me quiet, call me lazy, talent, mm-hmm. never faded. It's frustrating when you're grinding, ain't appreciated. Should have been dead in my 20s. Shit, at least I made it. Guess I gotta prove myself again. Your payment. Talk to him. Gotta tell that man. I mean, and at the same time, Banks was going through some serious tragedies in his family. Exactly. So and he I, needed it, a break. It, yeah, and messed up his mentality too. Because at yeah. one point, because at one point, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas. When G Unit came out, we knew we know Fifty was like the marketable one, right? Mm-hmm. But 50, people was, Fifty was the star. He was the leader. There he was, was no the star. Question. 
Yeah. No question. But, but, no but question. at the one point, people were starting to put eyes on Lloyd Banks because they was like, yo, this guy is crazy. This guy is a lyricist. At one point, right. it was almost right. becoming as if, like, it's not 50 was ever forgotten. Don't get me wrong. But Lloyd Banks was just, like, coming with those punchlines, and it was drawing no, people's Banks, eyes. Banks, Banks was the lyricist of the group. Yep. Undisputed. Exactly. Yes, Undisputed. he was. He even won a won, um, mixtape champ of the year. Yep. He got an award for that. Like, he was getting the praise for his lyrical capabilities. And, you know, Banks, Banks was the one. And then when Hunger for More came out, that sold. That went platinum. Got some good singles on there. When it came to rap, Banks was the guy. So he was the next up. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. Hmm. But but at the same time, you know, and it's, disheart- it's disheartening to hear a rift because they came up together when 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 50 got blackballed from the industry and had to go to Canada to to jump start his career back over Banks was with him the entire way facts at the end of the day it was always Banks and Yayo that was with 50 anything 50 went through and you kind of could see the tension where it was getting because 50 gotten way too many beefs way too many beefs so when you get into all these beefs you're a G-Unit soldier. You got to jump in it. I'm sure Banks and them got tired of it. There's a video that I'd like to point out to you guys if you've never seen it. It was 50 Cent about a comment that Alicia Keys made about gangster rap. Mm-hmm. And Lloyd Banks saying, oh, we're trying to defend Alicia Keys by saying, well, the magazine said that they took her words out of contents. Here comes 50. Well, you know what, Alicia Keys? I don't like her no more anyway. And Banks and Yale just gave her Banks and Yale just gave him a look like, here we go. That's how it starts. So I mean, you could you could see that things were changing, especially after the the whole fifty, all these guys, G Unit, the records weren't coming the way they were supposed to be coming. There were different directions. Even when Fifty came out with the what was that, the Hunger for More Two? That was Banks. You mean Banks? Yeah, yeah, Banks. I'm sorry, guys. It just, it just, it just, it had a different feel. It had, it had, a different it, had feel. it had, it had, the album had hits though. Yeah, uh, it had hits, but it was enough. You can't say uh because Beamer Benz of Bentley was hot. Yeah, no, but at, but but here's the problem. It Al. wasn't hot. Do it, people it was listen? Hot. But but here's my problem. Do people listen to be um that track or do people listen to other people's freestyles? Look how many people that jumped on that track for freestyles and they made that more marketable than anything. Yeah, I mean, st- at the time when it came out, everybody was hype over Started Up. Uh, but Started Up was not enough. At the same time, Joel's ruined that song. <laughs> Joel? And if he, he ruined it. Go ahead, go ahead. Blame Joel. No, he ruined it. <laughs> but, but you know what? But, but you know what? I'm not going to be too critical on it because Banks needed that album to do something because look what happened to Rotten Apple. Yeah, Rotten Apple was rotten. Oof. And it wasn't his fault. These two, these two females stole the original. <laughs> they stole it, so, so so he had to run in the booth and, and, and try to and try to come up with some songs, man. They stole the original pressings of the album. You believe that? Mm-hmm. And then um and and fifty and and if you look at Hunger for More one, of course you know fifty had more features. He was only on one song on Hunger for More two, that was P's and Q's. Yeah. 
I but, mean, so what do you? I, I mean, I mean, what do you guys? Think? You think this situation can be fixed? Like, I think, I think it could, I think it could be fixed. I think it could be fixed because, and I'm not trying to discredit the the impact of what Fifty said, but all he did was just call somebody lazy. Like, you could easily, you could easily reconcile over that. It's not like he, it's not like he treated him like he was Young Buck. Like the way that Fifty treated Young Buck, even though they made up and and, and they made up at one point in time. But it's not like it's not like he completely disrespected him like he did Young Buck. All he said was he, he was lazy. I think I think Fifty was too hard on Banks, especially when Banks had a tragedy in his family to deal with. He just needed to give Banks time. He needed he needed to give him time to heal. He wanted him in the studio to do records and everything. He he he. But you he but you also gotta you to also gotta you also gotta understand where Fifty's coming from. Fifty is a businessman. I get the, it. So. You have to you have to not forgive him, but like you have to understand he looks at things from a business perspective. Of course, like you because throughout the world you have people who, and we've seen it with with businessmen, Mark Cuban, Dana White, Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. um, Warren Buffett, uh, Jeff Bezos, and the list goes on and on and on. But things happen in their personal lives, and they have deaths in the family and family tragedy. And they just keep moving and keep working like nothing happened. I so, think it depends on the person. What's so, and, important? And yeah, the relationship that in the relationship that person has. Uh, See, but right. the, and and that's the key word, T.O., because at the end of the day, I understand that 50 is the executive, he's the businessman, and Banks was one of his artists, but they was boys before that. Because again, right. when when 50 was 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 sitting in a hospital all shot up, Banks was at his bedside. When 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 he was recording 50 Cent is the Future and Guess Who's Back and then all these other mixtapes, Banks was there. Yeah. Banks been, Banks was with him through it all. So maybe, I don't know. Like, if I was 50, I wouldn't have been so hard on Banks because when 50 almost died and when 50 was was struggling, you know, before he got he blew up, Banks was always there. And I, I feel like, you know, you got to, you got to, I personally feel in life you have to re- reward loyalty. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and and it goes to the point you made because I read somewhere that uh, when G Unit sneakers came out, they these guys were getting checks. They were paid to wear G Unit sneakers, G Unit clothing. They would show up to the meetings. Only Mob Deep had on the G Unit sneakers, and they just got there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm cutting these checks off. If you guys don't want to wear it, you guys are getting free money. Hey man, if I'm getting paid free money to wear G Unit sneakers. I'll even take a shower in the G Unit sneakers if I'm <laughs> That'll ruin the G Unit sneakers, bro. I this is a metaphor. I get this you. A, I get you. This is this is a metaphor. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all that. It was it was some lingering. But I but I think I think and, and, and it's funny because when you look at Instagram and social media, everybody is praising this album. Everybody's saying this album is great. It's fantastic. There's no comments from Fifty. I don't expect any anyway. Mm-mm. Well, 50, 50 is so busy in Houston now, so he probably don't even know. And plus, with all the stuff he got going on with Power and all this other stuff, I doubt 50s even listen to the album. Well, you know 50 on Instagram. He always still makes jokes on a lot of things. Yeah. You saw, sure, he, uh, yeah you saw how he just did James Harden. He didn't even really research. <laughs> like, Yayo indoor. 50 ain't say nothing so I mean I don't expect him to I think somewhere deep down 
50 was like, this is what I've been trying to get out of you. Because this album is brilliant. When you break it down, Banks got personal. It was dark beats. It was metaphors. It was punchlines. Like, Stranger Things is, 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 is a great song. You know? I like I the album, I but it, I like the album, but it had a, such it had a mixtape feel to it. You think so? I think so. Yeah. It, wow. it, you, I, I could understand, but and I, I felt like it was more of an album because of the producers. Not even just the producers, just the overall vibe I get from it. Because because this is not commercial. This is not commercial at all. I don't think we'll hear anything on the radio. Like there's no single on here. No, I think he just wanted to put an album out. I don't think he cares yeah, about it's just, radio. It's just pure rap. Yeah, the fans was asking for it, and he provided, like, Ransom. That song with Ransom is fire. Oh, Falsified? Oh, Ooh, my God. I was getting ready to get into wee. that one. Ooh, wee. Mm-hmm. What a falsify. What Falsified was my shit. Hell, yeah. That's by yeah. design. I like, too. That's another good one. Oh, by the way, Lloyd Banks, you ain't slick with uh, Rock Marciano. <laughs> Uh-oh. What you mean? Uh, that song's uh, early exit. You think we will not catch that irregular heartbeat type cliff uh, spinoff? Kind of sounds reminiscent of Fifty Cent song uh, "Irregular Jada Heartbeat" Kiss. from from Animal Ambition. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can hear your heartbeat, dude. Which which actually made me laugh. I'm like, uh oh, is this a shot? I thought the I thought the production was a shot. Okay. That's the thing with subliminals, you know? It could have been. Like, this is, little, this, this is just a little jab at you. Like, I want you to hear this. Shout out to P.O.K. Nah, but the, the album is good, in my opinion. I just It just got mixtape vibes, that's all. Yeah, it's understandable. Other than that, I fucks with the album. Just when it was a Philip Vado's verse. That's just it. That's just all. Vado. Shout Vado. out to the punchline king. Vado. Vado. I did say Vado. See, I'm listening to this one talking about Vado. Right. I said Vado. Yeah, Vado. Vado. Moving on. Uh, T.I. His upcoming album coming up says it's going to be his last one. So that means he's done, finished. Now, of course, we've had rappers in the past. Jay-Z mm-hmm. comes to mind <laughs> saying that after this next album, that's it. And then a year or two later, they're like, nah, I'm going to put another one out. So my question to you, fellas, and we'll start with you first, T.O. Do you believe this is T.I.? Do you believe this is it for T.I.? Or you think he's going to still make music after this one? I think he's still going to make music after this one. But it may be his final album, but he may still appear on features until he feels like it's, All right, I'm done. But again... You know, you know how many times people said they, they they retired, but they still appeared on albums and on songs back then? Like, look at Rakim. Um, what's Homeboy? Bustin' Rhymes. We ain't heard Rakim for years. The the um the what was the first track? The ELE two? Yeah. We ain't heard Rakim in years. So maybe the album he's gonna put the rest, but I still think he's gonna appear on songs after his final album. I'm trying to aim at the part where if he's going to pull a Jay-Z, it's tough to tell. Me, personally, I think, first of all, T.I. already became a legend, in my opinion, after the King album. He could have just retired then. Not saying that he didn't have to rap. I'm just saying, like, King just, I like, King was, what, King was his fourth album, right? After uh, Urban Legend? Yeah. He was solidified, right? 
Yeah. He was solidified yeah. right there. Yeah. He had to I'm shit serious came I'm serious came out and then uh what's that trap, trap music came out and then Urban Legend came out and then King came out. So yeah. I mean, I personally feel like T.I. fell off a long time ago. I feel like his last good album was Paper Trails. I feel mm-hmm. like No No Mercy Forward was just like you just the quality of the music just wasn't there no more. Well, T.I. is from the South, and you know the South has a different style in this particular new era. So you know he was just trying to help the newer newer generation, in my opinion. And music changed a lot. Like now, yep. now, now, now we're in the digital era. Like when Jay Z did what he did, it was it was for record sales. It was it was it was a way to sell records. And the name of this album is called "Kill the Concept." It's co- you know what I mean? Kill the concept. No, kill no, the king. Kill the king. Kill the king. No, he's, fo- he's following a concept because he's you know he called himself the king, and now it's time to kill, which means it's time to bow out. You know, like even even Eminem. That's what Encore was about. Encore was supposed to be his retirement. And mm-hmm. after a while, he came. And this is a follow-up to uh, T.I.'s 20 album, The Libra. I hate to do this, uh, but I have to agree with Al. I don't think... I think T.I. put out some decent albums... But I think yeah. Paper Trail was his last good one. I like, I, yeah, like, I, like I'm looking at, I'm I, looking at the track listing for No Mercy now, and T.O. You said around the time No Mercy came out, he was trying to help the younger artists, but ain't no younger other than Drake, who was fairly new at the time. There's no other younger artists on this uh, on this on album. There, my my joint on there is with M. All she wrote. That's my favorite song. You're gonna be album. surprised. My favorite song on that album is Castle Walls with Christina Aguilera of all people. Castle Uh-oh. Walls is cool. Yeah, yeah. Larry. That was cool. Oh, Lord. Oh, stop it. But, but back uh, in 2017, Tip said that he wanted to retire. He said it on the Breakfast Club. He was trying to get out of here. He got a couple albums left. He got he got three albums in the can. So it's like, I want to get this done and, and, and bounce. And he's done other things. He has other businesses. And he's, he, and he's, he's on he, reality he's, TV. He's been an actor. Yeah. I mean, he don't have nothing left to prove, but I don't want to. I don't want another. I don't want to hear a Ti album in 2021. I'm sorry. But I also got another question. Do you think he's trying to pull this ever since that whole thing he's dealing with with uh, Tiny against this? That could be part. That's a big. That's a big part of it. But see, but but now here's my thing. If if you if you fighting allegations of of sexual misconduct, why would you want to put out an album? Shouldn't you like lay low? It's uh, it's going to be hard to lay low because yeah, you know it's because very T- hard. Ti but, is a marketable but, person, but, so you know but, people are going to be asking for that guy. But but think but think about it though. He's in the middle because you know how cancel culture is, and you know how mm-hmm. the the Me Too movement is. Don't you think if 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 he's an alleged rapist or or, or sexual abuser, when his album dropped, there's going to be protests and boycotts? Does he really want that type of attention? Like, I don't think this is the right time to drop an album. And he hasn't said anything about the allegations. Nothing. He's he's been brushing it. He's been brushing it off. Yeah, you can see on the Instagram comments, he's sort of brushing it off. He's unless he's 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 trying to brush it off or try to laugh uh, laugh it off as if like he's really uh, if he really thinks him and both Tiny are innocent in this case. I've seen his comments because 
I ain't gonna say his um Instagram name. Everybody knows his Instagram name, but still, I seen his comments. But I'm and like, I yo, like, and I like to, I like yo, like 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 when he like when I first got into him, it was it was around the era of trap music, and I said, yo, this guy's dope. And then he he appeared on Tupac's album, on you know on, on Better Days. Fox? I like the verse. Yeah, he did great. So not not to mention to jail. Not, not to mention his, his verse on Pac's life. I, I I don't talk about Pac's life. Sorry. What? Oh. Pac's life was a good album. No. Uh, uh-uh. And I still don't know what the hell he said on um Never Scared because I could not understand <laughs> that damn slang. <laughs> I mean, he had to change it up later on. Thank God. Because I don't know what the hell happened. And, and, and Legend, his stock, his stock really started to rise. And then you had the little flip that was going on. So that really captivated oh. his career. <laughs> Yeah, he had who he had give. He got a little flip. I think Shorty Low was one of them. He, he, he had the beef. He had, don't forget he had the beef with Ludacris. Get the TIP oh. off my dude. Yeah, him and Luda had their thing, but the flip one was beef beef. Didn't he? Didn't he post a, a picture of Lil Flip as a leprechaun? Yep. He, he, he posted it. He even went to Cloverland, guys. He went down there to Texas. He went to Cloverland. Just. Mm. Just to try to prove that Lil Flip is not from Cloverland, and a big brawl happened out there. Thankfully, they squashed it. But Tip but, was going real hard for that beef. Yeah, I, I would say uh, Ti has. This is an interesting question. How many classics y'all think he had? Mm. I'm giving you know I'm, something. I'm I'm giving him five. Five. Five, yeah. Five classics? And all five were in a row, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I'm giving I'm giving him three. I'm giving him yeah. I'm giving him trap music, urban legend, and king. That's where it yeah, starts. Paper bro. trail I, could be right behind it. Wait, but... wait, wait. So TI versus TIP is not a classic? No, no nah, no. I don't know about that. It's a good album, but not a classic. I Big things like popping and little things stop. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that song with Y Clef. The song with Eminem wasn't wait, all that. Wait, wait. So, question. Uh, There's two songs with Y Clef on there. Which one? Both. Both. <laughs> but them, them big machine gun them. Sound like popcorn. He's not Jamaican. That's the one thing I couldn't stand about Y Clef trying to be. Yeah, God, sound like popcorn. You Haitian. <laughs> speak Creole. Speak Creole on the radio. That's what I'm saying. Like, what was he doing in the movie Shouters? That's what I'm saying. Speak my man, Creole. My man, oh, my, man. Y, my man, Y Clef said, You got big machine gun them, nah, and they got sound like popcorn. Clef, 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 Clef. <laughs> Give me some soup, Jumo. Give me some soup, Jumo, man. And go get a plate of griot, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me some griot. Come on, man. Don't do that. Black rice, man. But um, now, nah, but the song you didn't like the song with um, you didn't like hurt with with Alpha Megan Buster Rhymes. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Ti versus Tip was okay. It's not a classic. And what about wait? What about the song with Jay Z? Watch what you say to me. Uh-uh. Spray. I wasn't feeling that either. No. I like Jay Z oh. dearly, and I like Ti dearly, but that song was okay. I, I don't, barely. I don't like. How, I don't like how. That, I don't like how that played out. What did you say to me? Open your mouth and speak. <laughs> all right, but 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 all right. Is King a classic? Yes. King is a classic. Is are we gonna give paper? I'm giving even though I don't like Paper Trails personally. I gotta give Paper Trails a classic album rating. I can't do that. 
No, Bro. it's good. It's good. That's it. It's good. And it's sold, and it has swagger like us, and all that. Swagger like us is a classic. Is a classic single. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but it's a classic. Sounding dead and dead and gone with Justin Timberlake was a top was was a top of the charts. That's fine. And just live your life. Nah. Uh. 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 It's a good. It's a good. Yo, he got singles. He got sales. The Paper Trail sold very. In fact, that was his last high selling album. My problem with Paper Trails is that he gave up his original sound to go pop, and that's what exactly. I didn't like. Exactly. That's another exactly. reason why it was a. Mm-mm. But you know what though, and yeah. and 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 I and like I said, like I don't like anything he put out after Paper Trail. I feel like him going to jail halted his momentum. The same thing that you, killed Lil Wayne going to jail halted his momentum. You mean for the second time? Yeah, the second time he went to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, if, and, and, and ironic. I mean, go ahead. No, no, I, I was I was going with you. Like the whole situation with the gun. And the worst part is, I don't know if y'all remember, but around that time he went to jail, he had that show on MTV where he was helping out teenagers that was getting in trouble with the law. Yeah. Like how are you supposed to mentor them to, to stay out of trouble and you could you can't stay out of trouble. Yeah. It's 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 a shame. It really is a shame, you know, what happened. But, you know, T.I. is T.I. He, he, he's certified. He's, he's, given, he's given us great singles and projects. If he wants to call it quits, if he feels this is the no, time he, to do he it. he can call it quits. Just don't put out an album. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll listen to it just to see what he's talking about. Like, yeah. like, my, like, like my thing with T.I. is this. I draw the line at Paper Trail, but then after... After Trouble Man Heavy is the head, I stop. I, I'm not checking for him. Yeah, because Trouble Man Heavy and then Paperwork and then Dime Tap, uh, Dime Trap, and then the Libra. Like, and, and you know what the funny thing he said? His biggest regret is signing Iggy Azalea. <laughs> but she, but I don't, I don't know why that's a regret because he had a he had a high charting single with her on the roster. Yeah, but but they fell out after that from it, LA to Tokyo. It just it just busted after that. I'm you guys so remember fancy. when she was on Sway? You, guys you already Sway? know. But that's it. <laughs> there was after that. But, but, but man. Oh, man. But T.I. can retire. But and what, God, what happened to the Pimp Squad? I don't know. Where's the rest of it? You know what I was thinking about earlier? Young Dro with shoulder lean. You remember uh, Mac Boney? I remember Mac Boney. Yeah, Mac. me too. He's yeah, he's right here. <laughs> you stupid. Oh lord. Yeah, but even even Grand Hustle as a label, if you, when you look at Grand Hustle as a label, um, only Ti had relative success. He had Mac Boney. He had a uh, Big Country King, mm-hmm. Alpha Mega, who got dropped. Ti dropped him once he found out he was a snitch, mm-hmm. and then toward the end of the label, he, he had BG. And BG had his BG last album is a Grand Hustle oh, album. But, no, not that. What you, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> First off, you're not doing it right. It's when. You want some formula or something? Yo, yo, leave my man BG alone, man. That last album was good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And I still get love in my hood. Come on, man. Him and man. Anytime him and Manny fresh hook up, man. Red and baloney. <laughs> Stop! I should have never played that song for you. You know, you know, uh, you, you know. It's just the verses. 
And since the verses are doing rematches, maybe he should get a rematch now. Uh oh. Who should who should get a rematch? Yeah, yeah. And lose again. No, no, no. <laughs> we we gonna set we gonna set clear rules. It gotta be your song, Scott Storch. It can't be something that you assisted on. It has to be yours. Scott Scorch beat him. Fuck Ooh. Scott Storch. Scott Scorch beat him. Easy. Scott Storch. Moving on. Uh, something that we talked about uh, all the way back in the way back when in the archives, uh, when we talked about uh, physical media versus digital streaming, uh, Tommy Boy Records got bought for a hundred million dollars. What does this mean, if anything, for De La Soul? Mm. Who, as people, have, whether you know or don't know, we'll fill you in. De La Soul has been fighting for the rights to their music because none of their music. That, that's been on Tommy Boy, so you know all their classic stuff, Three Feet High and Rising Stakes is High and all that, and all those other albums. Um, they're not on streaming services. The only way you can listen to them is if you like find some way to download them, go listen to them on YouTube, or do what I did and went on eBay and spent hundreds of dollars to cop the albums. Um, you guys T-O- want a breakdown? What's that? You want a breakdown before, before we get into that? What's really going on here? Well, basically, um, Reservoir is the name of the company. And and look at what we have here. The deal is 6,000 masters, including hits from the 80s and the 90s, including Coolio, House of Pain, and Africa Bombada, The Soul Sonic Force, and Planet Rock. Ooh. All of that is in there. In the- and, De- and De La Soul is in there, too, correct? Yeah. De La Soul is in there. What they're trying to do is reach out to them and see if they can work. And and, and, and it's, not, it's not only De La Soul, too. It's Queen Latifah. It's Naughty by Nature. There's so many people that are on, on this on this list. Mm-hmm. It, the, you know what this whole story, that now that you're naming these artists, you know what's mind-boggling to me about the music business? What's up? It's the fact that you can make this music, and even though you made it, you don't own it. And it's your voice, it's your likeness. And these record labels could sell it and re-release it as many times as they want, and you may only get pennies on the dollar, if anything. That's crazy. That's, to me. that's that's horrible. All the work and preparation you make and being in the studio, writing and producing and all this stuff. Now all of a sudden, you know, what you get paid out of it horrible. Horrible. And De La Soul deserves better. Even Digital Underground is on the list. Oh, by the way, uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah, they were they were with Tommy Boy and R.I.P. Shock G once again. But um, the crazy, the crazy, and the crazy thing is, all these artists you named, you you you, you can't find any of their albums. Like if you physically wanted to see these, you can't find any of them. Mm -mm. Yep, exactly. That's the The only the only the only Queen Latifah stuff that's available is when she got when she signed to Motown. But all her Tommy Boy stuff is gone. De La Soul obviously gone. I've I've never been able. I've never seen a Coolio CD in in physically in front of me in, in my life. So, and and that's crazy because Coolio won awards for Gangsta's Paradise. So he got a Grammy for it. He got a, he got a and, and and here's the thing. You for and back. And boy, and 
original deal with the company when they signed when they were teenagers, 90% of the streaming would go to the label. 10% would go to the group. What do y'all think about that? That, that's crazy. A 90-10 split, 90 to the Terrible. label and 10 to the artist. That's what, like, what could you what could you do with that? That's a crime. <sighs> so but hopefully I, the deal will work out better. Well, hopefully, and here's what even if De La Soul can't get the rights to their music, I would still hope that even if like they don't buy their music, the the rights to their music back, they can work out some type of deal where if it gets streamed, they could get some decent royalties out of it. Cause I feel like by De La Soul not being on these streaming platforms, you're robbing future generations, like kids who weren't around in the in the late '80s, the early '90s, the mid '90s. I mean, I I, I would never I would never tell anybody to go try to find uh, artificial intelligence one or two, but I mean, for their first four albums, you know, I I personally feel like, you know, you're robbing generations of people of good of good hip hop. Yep. Because. You gotta, you gotta, when you talk about classic hip hop from that era, De La Soul has to be in the conversation, man. Like, I agree. Oh, time. De La Soul, me, myself, and I. That's, that's, that's like the, the biggest hit. Me, myself, and I. Three, three feet high and rising. Um, De La Soul is dead and stakes is high are all brilliant albums. And if you're intellectual enough to catch the references, Balloon Mind State is not bad either. Mm hmm. And it's, 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 and it's, it's, it's just, by the way, uh, you can check out our De La Soul episode in the archives. That was a fun one. But um, I just feel like, you know, like their music deserves to be heard. Like, it, it's it's good music. It's not like it's a piece of trash and it should be yeah. locked away forever. And it's not like and they have. Rep- Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying a rep from Reservoir said he reached out to De La Soul. And they're trying to work something out because they want to bring that catalog and the music back to the fans. Mm-hmm. As as it should. And look how many re-releases from... Uh, and, you know, this is the other thing that gets me. Uh, T.O., can you cue the sound effect for the rant, please? We have a special bulletin. Alfred from the Rap Lab podcast is about to do the rant once again of Tommy Boy Records versus De La Soul. Please, fans, listen carefully. You might want to learn something. Back to the regular program. See, and this and this is this is what bothers me about about the music industry, right? Because you have De La Soul, whose music has been locked away for so long, can't get re-released on CD, can't get re-released on vinyl, doesn't get put on a streaming platform. But then you have all these other obscure artists that get that get their music re-released. Like, do you know how many times I've gone into a record store or or been online trying to find stuff? And I'll and I'll see that they've re-released some record from somebody who nobody's ever heard of, or somebody who was on a very small scale. Like, no knock on D Nice, but he's had his catalog re-released, and he only had two albums. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if y'all remember, um, there was this record label called Traffic Entertainment, and they mm-hmm. were like very, they were very big, like like ten, twelve years ago, and they never put a, they what they would do, they would just go and they would buy rights to. They would buy the rights to old rap albums. They would never put out nothing original. They just buy rights to old rap albums, put those albums out, and just put a couple of bonus tracks, whether it was acapellas or or radio versions or or even just the instrumentals. And here we have they, like they put out they they put out 
re-released albums from Special Ed. And these are no knock on these people, by the way. But Special Ed, uh, K-Solo, King Sun, uh, Mad Skills. And, and I bought all of them, by the way. And it's just like, but 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 De La Soul can't get a can't get a reissue. The Tough Crew could get a reissue. Yep. But De La Soul couldn't get a reissue. It goes to show you the type of contract that they signed. They got cheated from. And you know what? I can't even. And some people will say, "Oh, well, you can't blame the record company because De La Soul were probably kids when they signed that that record they were deal." Kids. Yeah, they but, were kids. And they probably didn't lawyer up. They probably said, "Oh, we can make a, we can make thousands or even possibly a million. Well, let's yeah. do it." But they still, were just like, more happy to get a deal. And I understand that streaming wasn't around back then, but still, like, come on, man, don't. I understand if the if the label doesn't want to do business with the artist, but don't don't make the fans suffer because of it. Like right, I said, man. there's so many there's so many artists who people have never heard of from back in that era. Like even even Black Rock and Ron and the JVC Force and all these guys and like they get their they get like somebody went and found their albums in a in in a, in a in a yard sale or in a or in a Salvation Army thrift store and they were like oh all right let's let's buy the rights to this and re-release it but we can't get De La Soul back like nah man nah that that doesn't as a hip hop aficionado and as a pure hip hop head stuff like that is what insults me because like. Again, the music is timeless. Why should I have to go on YouTube and go search up the music? Why can't I just stream the album and listen to it on my way to work? Why I got to go on eBay and spend $80 on a on a used copy of of their first album and and it's a classic like yeah. Well, hopefully things change, man. Hopefully yeah. these guys get their money. Hopefully we get these albums back. Yeah, cuz we need it, man. Cuz they lost so like Al said, they're a big part of history, hip hop history yeah. if anything. And, and, they and, from Long, and they from Long and they and they from Long Island. They from not only are they from Long Island, but you can't tell the story of 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 late '80s New York hip hop and early '90s and mid '90s hip hop without De La Soul. Like 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 Tio said, me myself. There's, there's me, no myself, native tongues without those guys. Exactly, and me myself and me the myself buddy, and I. Buddy. Like, yep. That's one of the seminal records of that time period. Yeah. They basically what this what the labels are doing. They basically erasing history. That's exactly what they're doing. They're and, erasing and, history. And if you notice, out of all the native tongues, Jungle Brothers stuff is still out there. Tribe mm-hmm. Called Quest stuff is still out there. They um well Queen Latifah half her discography is gone. Right. Moni Loves is gone. But you know Dayla is the big cog in that machine, and we need that. And I need this. I need Excelsior to come up with some type of deal because it's been far too long, man. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see. Shout I mean, I don't. To be honest, I, I could care less about Coolio, but we need we need. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't, don't, don't disrespect. Like that, don't man. disrespect. Are you, are you crazy, man? Coolio listen, great. listen. That album should have never beat All Eyes on Me for that award, man. But like I said, we don't even we don't even worry about that shit. You mad because that album opinion. beat, beat All Eyes on Me? Mac, 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 Mac. He ain't fooling nobody because he's all he's doing is quoting Suge Knight from the end. But, but, but we 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 not worry about that, that shit. Interview. Machiavelli came out. <laughs> That's all he. Wait, doing. I'm doing what? We, we like he works for Death Row. Get out of here. <laughs> you know how many products from Hasbro I done bought over the years. I don't oh care God. how many products you bought from Hasbro. Coolio won, and that's that. You acting like Coolio's garbage. Coolio not garbage, but he should never beat all eyes on me. All eyes on me is the greatest rap album of all time. First that's of all, that's a lie. lie. 
That's no, a lot. That's not. a damn lot. No, it's not. It's, no, a, it's, not. A, it's a classic. It's one of the greats, but it's not the greatest. You acting like Gangsta's Paradise played everywhere. You get played everywhere. You win. California Love had played everywhere. No, it didn't. First of all, Al, who was who? Who? First of all, that was Jerry's song first, and not to mention Jerry's. Yeah, but but did you hear, bro? Have you heard the original version of California Love? If that would have been released as a single, it would have went right down the toilet. Acting like Gangsta's Paradise didn't get played in New York. What? A, oh yeah, Cali- nobody was playing California Love in New York. Exactly. You got. That's because and New the York only, was game and the only time you saw California Love in New York was only on the videos. That's yeah, it. Cause you, yeah, because y'all New York niggas is haters, man. But that's a different. Oh, you, Ooh, fool. Yeah? Shut up, yeah. And where and where you from? Hey, listen. We listen. We're back in the swamp. We listen to everything, all right? No, you listen to bro. just the Cash Money and the No Limit. That's all y'all listen to. Yeah, you was limited. I wasn't limited. You was limited and biased too. We listen to everything over here, down there. Where you at in the swamp? Hmm. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, listen. We 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 was fucking with Jay Z and Big Pun, all right? Sure, you were. You stop it, Louisiana fast. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean wrong? Well, first of all, you you wasn't you only messed with Pump because he was on that Swerve on song. That's number one. Exactly. Two, Jay Z hopped on the high remix. You stop not, it. not only the high remix, but all day, all night. You want some ripping chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't talk to me about that lady. That lady is a fraud. All right. Oh, she ain't. She's from Illinois. She's from the seventeenth ward. What are you talking about? She's from no, she's from Illinois. Right. You she's, stay. You stop that. She's straight from the Bayou. Wheezy at a fast. She couldn't even pronounce Zatarans correctly. All right. Of course she did. Of course she did. Yo, we gotta go to New Orleans to find her, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. But definitely gotta go out there. I want some Zatarans. I want some booyah beige. <laughs> I want some some ripping chicken. I want, I, want, I want some shrimp. I want, I want the gumbo. I want all that good stuff, man. And I'll get you a po' boy, too, while we at it. Yeah, I'd like that, too. And some hush puppy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. And I guess I, guess a, I gotta go. A, that's a great idea. I guess I gotta go so y'all don't take a taxi. But anyway, our last topic for, for the news this week. This is uh, funny. This is funny. And <laughs> this is the topic that, that these two have been waiting for. Oh my God, <laughs> Jim Jones. I don't know. Jimmy, I don't know what they Jimmy, down there Jimmy, Jimmy. Go ahead, Tio. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and say it. Well, Jim Joe said he will body anyone on a song. Let uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Look, let me tell y'all something. First of all, Brooklyn is my number one home, and it will always be. And yes, I am going to admit it because I grew up there in the summers. Harlem is my second home. But Jimmy, what of the course. hell are you talking about, man? Yo, you the associate mayor of Harlem. You run one twenty fifth. Uh, I don't know to. about that. Uh, you, was that, the, that was, you was the David. You was the David Dinkins of Harlem. Uh, yeah, I wish. But the thing was, yeah, bro. Hey, man, you. What? Hey, man. You was an extra in the American Gangster film when they was walking down Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> you was there. Yeah, I wish. But you know where that diner is, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's what I tell you. Now, nah, um, but when you look at this, Jim, Jimmy, if you're saying you could body anyone, you, you come on now. Because I, I, I'm going to ask a good question. Can you body Jewels? Can you body Cameron? Let's go with that question first. That's, mm. not, I don't, I, that, that's not real competition anyway. Okay. That's not real competition. Cameron is a legend in these streets. I mean, Uh-oh. sure. I mean, I mean, sure. Cameron will beat him, but recently Cameron said, 
I'll turn your turkey into nuggets. <laughs> he didn't say that. Yes, he did. If you go to his Instagram and look at the freestyle he did, he said, I'll turn your turkey into nuggets. Yeah, Cam Cam needs to leave the freestyles alone. I'm sorry. Now, Jimmy, so who, who responded? Conway was one of them. Yep. Uh, Jimmy, if I was you, I would have shut up the moment he, he responded. Him, Benny the Butcher, all of them. Because you can't. Will, Conway will rip him. And, 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 and what is Jimmy Jones going to do? Oh, he can't beat me. We fly high. Oh, haul him. What are you going to do? Goody goo goo. Why do you have to doing that goody goo? Like, what is, what is that? I mean, I, I, he listen. Said that, he said that in the interview. Listen, I, I, listen, I understand that the national snack of Harlem is cookies and apple juice, but come on now. That's not the national snack of Harlem. You stop it, Al. What Ca- the hell? Cam- Cameron about? said it. That's Cameron. I, I don't care what Cameron says. That's what ain't no that's damn camera. Yeah, Ooh, cookies and apple now. juice ain't, 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 no, not that's, it, man. That's not he, the thing. Stop it. You know, you know, Harlem is like Bizarro World. They eat cookies and apple juice with dessert. But uh, here's the funny no, thing. They don't. No, that's just Cameron. Niggas in Harlem get spiritual out of nowhere and go to religion. Here's the funny part. I posted that podcast in the, uh, on, the, on the page. And the majority of people on there said that the only person that would give him problems is Freddie Gibbs. So they don't even think Conway could give Jim Jones problems? They don't, they don't think J. Cole would give him problems. What? Yeah. Yo, do, these, do, these, do these people listen to rap? No, they just follow that whole swag and all that garbage. Wait, and this, and this was on our Instagram page? Uh, that's on our Instagram page, Rap Lab I, Podcast. Oh, you go the, on there. Oh, I thought it was the Facebook one. No, nah, it's the Rap Lab Podcast page on Instagram. You should see it. And it's straight from the article where Jim Jones said he'll body little baby, J. Cole, and Freddie Gibbs and more. Okay, so they mostly... Okay, so they mostly took the names that he said first, right? Instead of the more. And for, whoa, 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 time out. They really going to discredit J. Cole against Jim Jones? Yeah, all right. Because this dude said, he said, put me in the booth with any one of these artists and let's do it live. Let's see who's left standing. What first is it that you're going to say, Jimmy? What you going to say that's going to be so hot? Has Jimmy Jones ever seen Hotline or Hot Bar? Not in uh Actually, I got a no. I got a question. Has he ever won a rap beef or a battle? I mean, the only hot song that I ever liked from him was "Oh, We Pop Champagne." Garbage. That was Ron Brown's part. Yeah, that was. Garbage. Why does that sound? Yo, that sounds like a lot of pain. <laughs> that sounds like somebody's crying in the booth, man. Some, somebody's hurt. All the members of Dipset, I think Jimmy's the weakest. Wow. He's the weakest. I thought you were gonna say Juels was. No, no. Even though Juels, like to me, he sounds like he's forcing every line that he says out, like every <laughs> syllable. Kind of like what Jay Z, you know, does sometimes. But but I think Juels took it to the next level. So now, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey don't, don't mess with Juels. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, hey, he I... knows the first letter of the alphabet. That's it. <laughs> I mean, come on. So it's, it's like, I, bro, what did it for me with Jewels was when he dissonized and he said, I'm going to send some homos to come get you. L- Lolo, Bobo, and Mr. Pump Pistols. <laughs> Can what anybody tell me what, what, what does that mean? That must be a Jewels language. 
Because I don't and know who, what the hell. And who and, 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 and who are you to dismiss? <laughs> Where do you get the gall? Where did you come from? Oh man. Yeah, where is Jewel's? Li- uh, has he even put out music? I know he was in jail at one point. But he was in jail for trying to bring a gun, a gun through TSA at Newark Airport. And I wanna, and I wanna clarify uh, that line. That I wanna that line, homos. That's a direct quote. That is no way, shade, or form to anybody out there with their homosexuality beliefs. And it's Pride Month, so shout out to all of you. Whatever yeah, sh- sh- shout out, sh- shout out to all of our friends from the. Uh, LBGTQ community, we uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Absolutely. Now, never never be afraid to be yourselves, cause exactly. you know, everybody in the rap lab love you, especially the Candy Man. But uh, but but Jimmy, Jimmy though, Jones, man, Jimmy, Jimmy Jones Jim, is smoking crack, man. Jimmy, I'm sorry, Jim, Jim. Jimmy Wallen. I mean the, the I, I mean I hate to put another person down, but the only person he may beat is French. Hey, hey, no, 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 well, he French said that he stole that for corrupt. And, and and another problem. Why does he rap like that? Open your mouth. Open your mouth and speak clearly. You rapping not, like he got marbles not, in his mouth. Not only that, he stole corrupt's flow. He also stole Peter Guns' flow from yeah, Deja yeah, Vu. Yeah, yeah, and Jay Z was stealing Biggie lines, but nobody had nothing to say about that. Huh? What 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 did Jay Z say? Go back and listen to the Watcher. I got a question. What did Little Kim do? I mean, she 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 stole some lines too. Oh, she stole some lines? She who? also stole some floats. Little who, Kim. Who hasn't borrowed who hasn't borrowed and stolen lines? The, the colonel. majority of people have done it. Oh yes he has. Oh what you kidding? The colonel steal. Yes he has. In fact, they stole a whole verse from Tupac and put it on and put it on the album. They didn't steal. They was paying tribute. Paying tribute. Nothing. That was sea murder. And, and, and if you listen to Silk the Shock, because I'm a soldier, Master P was all over the Pac flow. And so was, was Silk. You kidding me. And Bro, I he didn't say nothing that Tupac. He said, I'm, I'm the ghetto EF hunting the holler. Uh. What did he say? Let it to the president. Let it to the president. Wait, hold on. So you think Tupac the only one that ever wrote a letter to the president? You stop it. Master P wouldn't have wrote no letter to no president if it wasn't for Tupac. Tupac wrote the first letter. And the whole thing, enemies. How many enemies do you have, Percy? He got quite a few. Stop it. You want to be like Pac Pastor Troy, Yuck Mouth. Pastor who? Pastor Troy. Uh oh. That's a beef. Pastor Troy. We ready. That's not a beef. We ready. That, that was, was a Massachusetts song. That was lunch meat. That was no beef. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Pastor Troy fans ain't gonna like this. Oh, get out of here. Man, baby. Pastor Troy ain't got no fans. Yeah, ain't nobody checking. Just look man. over your shoulder. <laughs> what was that? Hey, listen, man. But uh, the, yuck mouth. The only, the only song, I, the only song I tried to get from Pastor Troy was vice versa. That's it. Yeah, they should have vice versa that studio time. <laughs> oh my god! And Pastor Troy used to come out with that big gold belt. What a fraud! 
Yeah, he's not Ric Flair. No, he passes, passes Troy. Yeah, letter to the president. Letter to the president. Mama, pray for your baby. Stop it. The ghetto's got me crazy. Dear Lord, I, won't you pay for your baby? Come on. I that's need, be, I need dubs. That's an LL Cool J record. He didn't, hey, hey, listen. He said, I need dubs, not love. Yeah, but he stole it. Oh, what about... Oh, did, did him and Romeo and Silk do that two-way beat? Oh, Lord. Which was really comical, oh, by I the way. I thought you was going to talk about Romeo taking the Jackson 5 beat. Yeah, oh, that too. That too. Terrible. Oh my god. Yo, get, get, get these niggas a break, man. Leave them alone. Did you did, yo do you have Romeo albums in your possession? I do, of course I do. Oh I mean, Lord. Oh God. Well, you know that's the Colonel Junior according to that's, Alfred. That's well, well actually he is Colonel that's that's Junior. Ice Cream Man Junior. Oh Lord. Does that ice cream come with Oh know, wait, 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 we talked this on the archive episodes. Don't forget the college boys. Hey, listen, that, 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 no, no, the college boys, listen, the college boys was a real group, and then Will Smith's nephew, Kevin Smith, was in the group. Yeah, but ICDC College was better. <laughs> Why you got to bring that up? You wanted well, to go there because he did the commercials. I didn't want to go there because anything, anywhere is better than York, but sheesh. That's true. And then when I found out it was an all-online college, that's what I was like, nah, I ain't going there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Leave, leave, leave Romeo alone. He got paid very handsomely to do that. And he, I, ain't and he, no, I ain't got no problems with homeboy. And, and, and he got to smash Angela Simmons, all right? So? What you mean, so? That's a bad chick. So? Uh, 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 you forget Angela Simmons was in Bow Wow's video? Yeah, that was the ultimate revenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you talking about? She she was with him before Romeo. Yeah, and then Romeo took like 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 uh, like Adrian Brody did Polly Molly Dolly. Like, he just took his girl. It's you, you saw you you saw you saw growing up hip hop. She had eyes for Romeo. So Romeo did what any man would do. He took that and you know. He, it's too I bad don't know Romeo. It's, it, it's too bad Romeo won't be in any verses. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, Romeo. Romeo had a, Romeo was a Division One college basketball player. A, what a, does a that platinum. have to do with the music? <laughs> he, was, exactly. he was a he's a platinum selling rapper. He smashed Angela Simmons. So what if he smashed Angela Simmons? What does that got to that's, do with that, That's an accomplishment. That's nothing. Stop she's, it. she's a hot girl and she's not a hoe. So that, that's I an don't care. Yeah, yeah, she's a hot girl, but what does that got to do with the music? And like I said, he's a platinum. He's a platinum selling rapper because that first album went platinum. The second one went gold. And and he and he had a successful sitcom on Nickelodeon. What happened to the third one? It went wood. <laughs> Third one didn't chart. I don't know why it didn't chart. I, uh, I, oh, I can't everybody think. Knows oh, oh, why. Everybody maybe. knows why it didn't chart. It was Uh-oh. terrible. That's why it didn't chart. It was terrible. And, and, and not to mention, people were still deciding with Bow Wow in their sales. Man, Bow Wow. Yeah, tell Shad Moss to go step in the wrestling ring. Right? Who the hell are you to call him Shad Moss? He calls himself, bro. When he was a host of 106 in Park, he wasn't Bow Wow. He was Shad Moss. They still said Bow Wow at times. He didn't care. Man, somebody, somebody go tell, somebody go kick Calvin in the face, man. Calvin. Yeah, wasn't that his name? Wasn't wasn't that his name in um like oh, Mike? Like Mike. Yep. Calvin was his name in like Calvin Mike. Cambridge. Calvin, yeah, yeah, Calvin Cambridge. That what that terrible ass movie. I only saw that movie because every NBA star at the time was, was in was was in that film. 
Oh, boy. I'd rather, hey, when it comes to NBA films, that is not on my list. Calvin Cambridge. He mm. found he found he found a pair of shoes that gave him supernatural basketball abilities. Who the fuck are you fooling? But uh, as far as Jimmy goes, I I hope I hope because Conway wants to smoke. Conway says, "Yo, you, you want to?" And, and they worked together before. They, there's actually a song that they did do together. So, oh, I was so busy on Conway's part. My fault. My fault. Yeah, because Conway had the best verse. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, you just, Jimmy, you could you could just fast forward from Jimmy and just listen to Conway. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. If Jimmy, you know, the rap career ain't working for Jimmy, he should be a weatherman because this motherfucker on IG Live, when it comes to the weather, be hilarious. <laughs> nah, he's a real character. He's a character when it comes to the weather. That shit makes me laugh. Well, I think Jimmy gonna get smoked with, with whoever, whoever, whatever rappers on the song with him. Yeah, Jimmy gonna get smoked bad. I don't know about I don't know why he mentioned Freddie Gibbs of all people. <laughs> and Freddie yeah. will serve you. Yeah, Freddie will Freddie will serve him. But uh, that's been the news for this week. Uh if any of y'all matter of fact, we got a challenge for the people. Pull up any Jim Jones song that's got features on it and you tell us if Jimmy got the best verse. <laughs> Good luck. Ex- excluding songs that have jewels and and uh, and uh, and Cam on it. So prove to us that Jimmy's a better rapper. Yeah, I don't um, have no. And yeah. as much as as much as y'all say I'm a collector, I don't have a single Jim Jones album in my collection. Out. I got Jewels and I got Cam, but I don't hey. have no Jimmy. Hey, Cam pre Dipset is my favorite. Well, yeah, I'll take I'll take pre Dipset fan. I mean Cam. Well. Until next Sunday, folks, computers well, will be putin'. We go into Fridays on Fridays, and Rap Lab will be on Sundays. And and I know we've been doing the specials for the whole week, and I know our boy uh, Ref couldn't be here. So, But in his place, I guess I'll take the hit for this particular episode. So, we guys, we, what we did, we did the what by QG. Mm-hmm. And then we did Nobody's Checking For You by mm-hmm. Al. So I guess it's going to be my turn on this particular week. What's the dealio? What's the dealio, guys? And that means it's time. So in this segment, guys, you're going to be all be welcome into the new episode of Lyrical Treason. Now, it's just simple. Everybody, including fans, always depict or let's just break down certain people's lyrics that make you go, huh? What the hell did he say? What does he mean by that? It's just simple. I'm pretty sure people have done it all their life. So with that said, Order in the court. So welcome to the Rap Lab Court, people, where I'm your host, Judge T.O., and of course I got my congregation right here, my brothers. That will be the Candyman and the QG. So my first victim, number one, guys, who is a specific rapper that's familiar of being number one. And remember, guys, that's only because two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. I'm pretty sure you will guess who that rapper is. Are you Nelly? Yes, yeah, uh-huh. Nelly, 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 <laughs> Nelly, Nelly. I'm sorry, man. But that's the, that's the record he that's the record he started. No, 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 no. It's not. What I'm, I'm just giving you the hint KRS of who it is. Will you get out of here with serving KRS One? Let's hey, let hey, the hey, judge hey. finish before. Hey, let hey. the judge finish before we throw you out. 
you going to be in constructive please, court, Candy please man. Behave, behave in my court. So with that said, Nelly, everybody knows Nelly came from the dirty, well, he's from the dirty, dirty St. Louis. Shout outs to St. Louis. And he came breaking in off the country grammar era. That was his title, first single, and the album he had. The problem is not the first song, single. The problem is the second single, E.I. Yes. Under the under, mama, E.I., E.I., uh-oh, what's bubbing the nut? I can't do the accent correctly, so y'all could help me on that. But, Nelly, on the song, E.I., we, we, we got to start with that opening line, man. I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes. Stop right there, fellas. What, what, what's the problem right there? Guilty. Oh, I don't know what the problem is. He he likes manicured toes. Oh no, that's a oh you get pedicures on your feet. Oh wow. Oh Nelly, 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 why why do I have to do this to you, Nelly? Manicure toe. Manicure. Manicure for fingernails. Nelly. Nelly. So with that said, like my man QG said, Nelly, you are guilty for lyrical treason. And that's for today's episode, y'all. We will see you next time for that. Thank you, Judge T.O. Judge T.O. has spoken. I'm glad that I uh, didn't end up in contempt of court. Because that would have been bad. Because then we would have had no host for next week. But, of course, uh, of course, we'll have a host. Me, me and Mac and Eric will hold it down. We're, because, you know something? We're going to throw you out of here in a minute. <laughs> Throw me out of here. How you gonna throw me out of here? Yeah, you're out of here, man. You can't throw me out. We can't. We're gonna do just like Bobby Heenan, man. We're gonna throw you out of here. You're gonna have the gag order too. It's not that's not right. Hey man, you gotta <laughs> if, be serious. If, if, if you if you throw me out of here, the fans are gonna be upset. What you mean they're gonna be upset? We're gonna get more fan mail, like, yeah, you guys finally got him out of there. Hey, hey, I'm not a loudmouth snook like LeVar Ball, okay? Thank you for admitting he's a loudmouth snook. I'm, I'm quoting you. I don't think he's a loudmouth <laughs> snook. That's exactly what he is. He's, he's, he's the foghorn leghorn of basketball. He's the, he's, the, he's the greatest black father in America since Cliff Huxtable. And you and you got the nerve to wear that stupid baller brand shirt. Don't think I didn't see it. Yeah, I was on Instagram. I wore the big baller brand t-shirt. That's right. What a waste. <laughs> Uh, oh man, this candy man guy, man. He's a funny guy. Listen, there's nothing wrong with the big baller brand. I believe in supporting black owned business, all right? Anything's wrong with that. But all right, enough banter. Folks, we'll we'll catch you next week and uh Rev 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 Barber will be back with us. So uh yes, band will indeed. be back together. The quartet will be back together in full. So until mm-hmm. then, hit us up and let us know what Jim Jones what, what, what verses Jim Jones bodied on features. And, uh, zero. We'll, and we'll we'll see y'all next. Time. <laughs> I agree. Zero. Peace. Peace.